Pastor Varun and Pastor Dala Hopperson would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. Sometimes I climb so far Only to backslide Lord, I may be sliding back But I will not abandon you I want everyone to be blessed here. I want everyone to grow and become strong Christian. I know that a lot of you have been blessed by the church and want to encourage one another how much you get blessed by coming to this church. And I like to hear testimony. The Bible says that one way to overcome the enemy, one way is the blood of Jesus. Another way is the testimony of the saints. I'd like to ask Amanda to tell us you joined our church a few months ago from SU. Seattle University, tell people how much you're blessed to be here. Um, well, I guess I'll start off by saying that I went to another church last for two years, and then when I started school in the fall, I didn't have a home church in Seattle, and I came in November with um, Matt Lyons invited me here, and um, I came once, and then I didn't go for a while, um, and then in December of 2008, I actually lost my job at a hotel I was working at, so I was able to start going to care group on Friday nights, um, and so that's kind of how I got plugged in, and um, for the three months I wasn't going to church, it was really hard. I started to fall away from God, and it was very, um, very challenging, um, and so when I started to come here, I've grown so much in the last, what, four months, um, just in my relationship with God, and it's just been so nice to have people that hold me accountable, to have a really good group of Christian friends that I've never had before. So it's just been a huge blessing to meet new people who are so welcoming and loving and, and, and just push me and, and want me to continue my growth with God. Thank you. God bless you, Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, you're a blessing to us too. Amen. Amen. I'd like to ask Ashley, you're going to go back to the big island soon to have a year break from school. Can you tell us how much blessing, what blessing you got to be in our church for a few years here? It's hard to see you leave, but I hope to see you in the big island. Anytime. <laughs> I love that. I love to go to big island. Uh, well, I came to New Hope about four years ago as a freshman and uh, Brandy actually invited me to church, if you know Brandy. And um, she went to the same island as me, and God really used her, because I didn't even know who she was. She went to my high school, and I didn't meet her until I came to SU. And she was the same major as me, and she actually asked my friend if she wanted to go to church, and she's Catholic, and she told her about me, and that's how I got here. And um, at that time, I was church hopping about, I was trying to decide between three different churches, and I would actually, I visited this church, and would actually go to two, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. There's another church that was in the afternoon. And I just couldn't decide for about um, probably six months. And um, so narrowed it down from about five to two. <laughs> and it was five like, I mean, two. it was God keeping me going that I even tried that hard to find a church. I knew it was important. And I was just looking for something that was different because I grew up in a mega church with three services, you know, exactly 60 minutes, 15 minutes of worship, and you know, all that stuff. And 
I was looking for something deeper, somewhere, something where I could grow, have a, you know, a church family that people would actually know who I am and I would know them also. Mm. Um, and also something that I knew, I was missing something. You know, mm. I knew that I was missing something that um, other than just you know, what we know about the gospel and all these things, there's something extra that I was mm. missing that was, you know, sh- it was like my spiritual growth was so shallow and, mm. you know, go to church for an hour and come home and have lunch and then, you know, take a nap and go on a picnic or something. And it was just a routine. And when I found new hope and really realized that that's where God wanted me to be, um, you know, I grew so much. And having a spiritual family and pastors who just, you can just feel, you know, their love for you. And that just spoke so much to me. And mm. um, just seeing meet more and more every week, meeting more and more people and just feeling their love. And just, it's going to be so hard to leave this church because it's like, um, I've been to so many growing up. Um, even back home, it was just hard for my family to find a, a decent church that we could be, you know, like okay with. Um, so I've seen so many churches and I've met so many pastors and mm. gone to so many services and big churches, small churches, and I've never met one. Have, I've never found a church like this. Mm. Um, and even if I go home or wherever I go, this, my heart will be here. You know, mm. <laughs> This is like my home. Mm. And so I just, I really thank God for just bringing me here and <laughs> um, mm. that Pastor La welcomes the fire of God because that's something that's lacking in Hawaii. Um, sincere, true um, excitement for the Holy Spirit, you know, because mm. it, it can get twisted or it can be completely left out. Mm. And what we have here is very special, and the people we have here is very special. So I really Amen. praise God for that. Thank you. Amen. Amen. We will miss you too. Amen. You know, the church is like a family. When you train people, raise people up, one day they will graduate and they will have their own family. They go out and get married and move on to fill the earth with the blessing. So God bless you and you're going to bring that blessing to the big island to bless people over there. Amen. Fill the earth with the blessing and the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. How about one more? Um, I wonder maybe that clock is wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, what is time is it now? Oh, I'm sorry. I look at that clock, it's 10.30. That's why I thought I have a lot of time. Okay. <laughs> and I turned my phone off so I cannot see the time. Okay. <laughs> we call somebody else next time. I'm sorry. I, that clock stay. I, I keep looking. Why is it still 10.35 all this time? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, let's teach the word of God then. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, Let's pray. Father, thank you so much, Lord, for your word, and thank you for your Holy Spirit, our teacher, who brings everything from heaven to reveal to us so that we can understand the truth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I would like to talk about curses and blessings. And I know that this subject can be taken in a different way, But I want to let you know from the bottom of my heart that I'm not teaching this lesson to condemn anybody. But really in my heart, 
I want you to be blessed. How many people know that the first thing that God spoke to the first man on earth named Adam in the book of Genesis? He said, God, the Bible says, God blessed Adam and go on. Fill up the earth, have dominion over the earth. So God, the first thing he thought in his mind about Adam, that man, the first man, is to bless the man. And God wants to bless every single one of us. In fact, God wants to bless the unbelievers as well, those who don't know Christ. He tried to send all of us to tell them the gospel, tell them about Jesus, so that they can enter into the door of blessing. God wants to bless everyone in the earth here, but it's our choice whether we want the blessing or not. And the opposite thing of the blessing is cursing. And I pray that no one in this room wants to live in the curse. And the curse is real. The blessing is real. As the pastor of the church, I have the responsibility to educate you and to teach you this issue. In fact, it's a big issue in the Bible. But unfortunately, you don't hear that much. So I want to bring this back to the church. Exodus chapter 20, verse 5. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, mean idols or false gods. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generations, those of those who hate me. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9, Therefore know that the Lord your God, He is God, the faithful God who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep his commandments. How many people want to be blessed here? How many people want to be cursed? I hope not. Every one of us want to be blessed. The Bible says clearly that if we want to be blessed, we need to love God with all our heart. We need to obey Him, serve Him, seek Him, make Him happy, make Him smile, and be faithful to Him and always search after Him, and always want to serve Him all the days of our life. But on the opposite side, if we really ignore God, or we even hate God, and we come against God, we are calling the curse upon ourselves automatically. And it will go on to third and fourth generations. Those who love God will be blessed to the thousand generations. Many years ago, there was a study about two family lines in America. And I'm going to read to you. The first family line, the husband named Max Jukes, J-U-K-E-S. He was an atheist. He hated God, and he married a godless woman. 560 descendants were traced in his family. I will read to you what happened to this family. 310 died as Paupers mean as a poor person. 150 became criminals. Seven of them murderers. 100 were known to be drunkards. And more than half of the women were prostitutes. The descendant of Max Duke cost the United States government more than $1.25 million in the 19th century dollar value. So they are liability to the society. 
another family, Jonathan Edwards, was a contemporary of Max Jukes. He was a committed believer who gave God first place in his life, and he married a godly young lady. 1,394 descendants were traced, and I will read to you what happened to them. 295 graduated from college, of whom 13 became college presidents and 65 became professors. Three were elevated as United States senators, three as state governors, and others were sent as ministers to foreign countries. 30 were judges, and 100 were lawyers. One of the lawyers became the dean of a law school. 56 practiced as physicians. One was the dean of the medical school. 75 became officers in the military. 100 were well-known missionaries, preachers, and prominent authors. Another 80 held some of the public office, and one of whom three were mayors of large cities. One was a comptroller of the U.S. Treasury, and another was vice president of the United States. Not one of the descendants of the Edwards family was a liability to the U.S. government. Do you see? This history has proved that when a man or a husband or a family love God, God will bless their generations, thousands of generations. But when a man hates God and comes against God, the curse follow to many, many generations as well. It's your choice. I choose to love God and serve God. And I have no doubt at all, my children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren will do well. And I don't have doubt at all, some of the kids in this church are going to be a president somewhere in a company, CEO. Maybe some of them will be a professor in some university. Some of them will be very prominent person in society somewhere because God bless the family that love the Lord. Amen? But it's our decision whether we're going to follow God, serve God or not. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 to 2. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. The Bible says that if we heed the voice of the Lord our God, we know the Bible, we obey the Bible, we follow the Holy Spirit, we will be blessed. And the blessings will overtake us. That is the promise of God. Deuteronomy chapter 11, I'll read a lot of scripture today to show you that this is not my own idea. 26 to 28, behold, Deuteronomy 11, 26 to 28, behold, I set before you today. So right now in New Hope International Church, God set before you today. It's your choice. A blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today to go after other gods. Gods in America may not be an idol, maybe computer, maybe money, maybe your own reputation, maybe your own agenda. That is your own God. 
other gods which you have not known. My dear brothers and sisters, God wants us to really understand His precept, His way, and His word and His truth. The Bible says that God's people are destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. And that's why I encourage all of you to listen to CD, read the Bible, go to Bible study, work out your salvation. Amen. Don't let the devil tell you that it's not important to go to church. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, 25, say, don't miss the meeting. Don't, don't have the habit of missing the meeting. That's why I and Pastor Da decide to open the care group in our own house. Because I see so many members in the church right now have no care group to go. So we decided that they should not miss the meeting. They should come and hear the word, get encouragement. It's about work out our salvation. You know, when you work out, what you do? You drive out of the house, you go to the gym, and then you go on the machine, <laughs> you walk, and you lift weights. Some of you use this machine like this. You know, you try to work out your muscle too, so that you'll be strong. Amen. <laughs> The same thing with our spirit. We need to work out our salvation. Believe me, if you spend $5 for the gas to go to church and go to the care group and get into the Word of God and understand the principle of God and obey it, you shall be blessed. It's about working out our salvation. I learned one thing about living on earth here, that the devil is not going to let you have a good time. He's going to try to attack you. He's going to try to put curse back onto you. He's going to try to tempt you to sin against God. So you cannot just sit around, do nothing, and think that everything's going to go well. He's not going to let you sit around, do nothing, go well. He's going to shoot you. He's going to do everything to kill you, to destroy you. That's why we need to stand up and work out our salvation. And we're going to serve God. We're going to love God. We're going to go to care group. We're going to study Bible. We're going to read the Bible. We're going to listen to the teaching. We're going to feed ourselves. We're going to work out our salvation. Hallelujah. That's why Paul prayed in the book of Colossians chapter 1 that I pray that you all will be filled with the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God. You will be filled with the understanding. You know why? Because if you don't understand, you can make mistakes and then bring curses into your life. But thank God that God wants to bless us. And not only us, God wants to bless our children, to our grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Look at what the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 4. If you obey the, obey the Lord, blessed shall be the fruit of your body the produce of your ground, the increase of your herds. You need to obey the voice of the Lord your God. The voice come true way, number one, come from the Bible. In here, you read the Bible, you know the Bible. The voice of the Lord your God can come through the preaching of the Word of God. And not only that, you hear the voice of the Lord your God and you obey Him. Many years ago, God called me to start this church. Frankly, it's easier for me to go to another church. Many good big churches around here. I can go there and just sit there as a nice Christian doctor, pay tithe, and be happy. And then on Saturday, I don't need to prepare the sermon. I just go out in the boat. I can buy a nice boat and enjoy Lake Washington on Saturday. I don't need to teach and preach to anybody like this. Yesterday, all day, I prepared the teaching from 7 a.m. to midnight to prepare for teaching today. But 
I obey the voice of the Lord my God. I'm gonna do it because the Lord called me. And now, God bless me. I have good kids. Paul woke up in sun every morning himself, taking a shower, and come down to knock on the door and say, "Let's go to school." I never have to force Paul to go to bed. He will walk up to go to bed himself at the right time. This morning he woke up early morning. He came down and said, "I'm ready to go to church." God bless my children to love God. Joy fear God. She fear God. Tanida right now is in the North Church to help them set up the sound system. And I believe that God gonna bless my grandchildren and great grandchildren because the parents love God and serve God. The fruit of Pastor Da's womb gonna be blessed because Pastor Da and I love God and serve the Lord. But I know that all of us have made mistake in the past. I know that we make mistake and we still make mistake today. I make mistake. You all make mistake. If you want to go to a perfect church, I want to let you know: don't go there because you're gonna make them imperfect. There's no perfect church in the world because we are dealing with imperfect people in the church. So we make mistake. You make mistake, and you make mistake today and tomorrow, and you make mistake in the past, and your parents make mistake in the past. There is a tendency of the curse to follow down into us and into our children because we all make mistake. Is that correct? You agree with me? I make mistake too. When I was a new believer, I make a lot of mistake because I did not know the Bible. But there is a solution. Galatians chapter three verse thirteen. Thank God, God give us the solution. Even though we make mistake, even though our parents and great grandparents make mistake or sin against God, and the curse should fall upon us because they sin and because we sin and fall upon the children. But there is a solution. Galatians three thirteen. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree." The Bible says clearly that when somebody sin, the curse will come. Deuteronomy 28 verse 15, I read to you, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, the first 14 verses talk about the blessing of obedience. After that, verse 15 on, long, long, long passage, talk about the curse of disobedience. But it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all of His commandments and His statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. And then go on about sickness, disease, cancer, poverty, broken family, failure, defeated life, all bad stuff happen to people because they did not obey the voice of the Lord their God. But thank God, if we make mistake and we repent, Jesus on the cross received our curse on His body. He became a curse for us. He received all the curse of everyone in this room and everyone who listened to this sermon right now upon Him, and He exchanged that blessing that He is due to Him because He was totally obey the Lord, the Father. He deserved all the blessing because he obeyed to the point of death, and he handed that blessing to us by faith. We receive by faith. So when we become a Christian, we have a chance to be set free from curses. We don't have to pay for those curses anymore. Our children do not have to pray for those curses anymore, or have to. 
face the consequences of those curses anymore by receiving Jesus into our life, by having relationship with Christ and believe that the curse has been put upon him and we can receive the blessing. Amen? Exodus chapter 20, verses 3 to 6. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a calf image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the father on the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandment. This is the truth in the Bible we need to understand. When somebody sinned, the curse would fall onto that person and follow to the third and fourth generations. You are not guilty of your parents and great-grandparents' sin. You're not guilty of it. But you can inherit the consequences of that sin. And I have that experience myself. My dad and my grandfather were not perfect. They make mistakes. They worship idols. They play with fortune teller. They seek horoscope. They play with demons before I was born. And when I was born already, when I grew up, they're still playing with those things. The curse came upon me. I got it. I inherit that curse. And I'm going to explain to you later on what does it mean, curse. The curse came upon me, and it affected me since I was young. I grew up in a very bad way because the curse came upon me due to the sins of my ancestors. So you need to understand that a lot of things that happen to you right now may be the family curses that follow you or you inherit it through the sins of your ancestor. You need to discover it. You need to identify them and break them in the name of Jesus and stop sinning and don't go on into the same sin that your parents committed. The sin of witchcraft, the sin of idolatry, the sin of adultery, sexual immorality. And once you repent and accept Christ, those curses that follow you from your ancestor can be broken. Your job is to bring your kids to the church to accept Christ and teach them. When I read Deuteronomy chapter 11, the whole passage, I understand now why God say, put the word of God on the doorpost and on your forehead, because God wants your children to see the commandment of the Lord and they shall obey, so that the curse will not follow to the third and fourth generation. Your children will love the Lord and serve God like you, and the curse will be broken from now on. Do not go on anymore. Amen? So important to understand that the curse can follow. The question is, what brings the curse to our life? Sin brings the curse. Disobedience to God brings the curse. Therefore, I'd like to encourage you that please make a decision every single day. It doesn't matter what other people do. It doesn't matter what your friends do in the office, your parents do, whatever other people do. You make a decision, it's your own responsibility to your own soul and your own family to obey the Lord. 
Sometimes people may hurt you. Sometimes people may cheat you and give you a hard time. You need to make decision that you're not going to sin with them. You're going to do the right thing. Amen. So that you will not fall into the curse, and not only that you will you obey the voice of the Lord your God. You check every single day. I don't know about you. I wake up every morning. I check myself. Do I have any bad attitude right now? Do I hate somebody? Do I have any practice that make God unhappy with me? I check myself and I repent right away when I know about it. I don't want to live in curse. I don't want to bring that curse into my children. I love my children so much. I don't want them to fall into the curse of hell. I want them to be blessed. Check yourself every day. Examine yourself every single day. Do you notice that a lot of people, as, as a medical doctor, I've seen this all the time because I meet people, maybe about 20 people a day in my office. The world knows about the curse. When you apply for ins- life insurance, I just try to apply for long-term care. They send me a paper, many pages, and they ask me, do my parents have cancer? How did they die? Any diabetes in your family? Any heart disease? Any uh, arthritic disease? Any blood disease? Anyone smoke? Anyone is alcoholic? They ask all these questions. You know why? The world know that the tendency will follow the kids. If the parents have diabetes, you can have diabetes too. That is the curse that follow you. You can break it. So the word curse means two things. Number one, the weakness or the tendency to sin. For example, if your dad is very abusive to your mom, hit her, yell at her, when you grow up as a man, you will have that weakness, that curse, or that weakness or iniquity to follow you that you will have a tendency to abuse your wife or your kids. If your dad is alcoholic, you're going to have a tendency to be alcoholic as well. So one meaning of the curse means the weakness of your parents will follow you, and I'm going to explain to you later on how it happened. Not only the spiritual weakness of bad habit or sin, the sinful weakness in the person's life, but also the consequences of sin will follow. For example, if the dad sin against God and have brain cancer and die of cancer. If you don't repent and turn to Christ, you can have brain cancer as well. If your parents keep divorcing, divorce, divorce, you can eventually have divorce in your marriage and keep divorcing many, many times. The bad consequences of sin will happen to follow the children and the grandchildren. This is serious. I know the devil does not want me to teach this on Sunday. Because he knows that if you know, you will protect yourself. Amen. And you will not play game with sin anymore. Amen. How many people have children in this room? Raise your hand up. Let me ask this question. Do you love your children? Yes. Do you expect grandchildren one day? Yes. Do you want your grandchildren to be blessed? Yes. And children to be blessed? Okay, start from you. Don't sin. Please, don't play game with sin. It's not good. 
because it will bring curse to you. And I think it is fair. God has to do this way so that we will stop sinning. If there is no punishment at all, then we're gonna play game with sin all the time. Go out and shoot people, cheat people, and do something bad all the time. But God needs to put this principle in the world so that people will fear God and don't sin against God. Amen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 26, verse 2. So a curse without cause shall not alight. Every curse has a cause. And that cause is sin. Amen. I will continue next time about curse and blessing. So today, in conclusion, we learn that God wants to bless His people. God wants to take us out from curse and from consequences of sin. God wants to bless us through Christ Jesus who died on the cross for us. If we repent of our sin and believe in Christ who received the curse, we can be set free from the curse. And if we obey the Lord, our God, like Jonathan Edwards, Thousands of generations follow us, going to be blessed. But if we stubborn and we are rebellious and we're going to do our own way, we don't follow God's way, the curse will fall upon us, upon our family, and eventually we'll go into the third and fourth generations. It's our choice. I will continue to teach about this in the future, in the maybe next Sunday or other Sunday that God opened the time for me. It's a big issue. I'm going to teach little by little so you help you understand about the curse. Amen? And blessing. How many people say, wow, I listened to this. I think I need to shape up. I should not sin anymore. <laughs> it's good to know the consequences. Amen? I end this service by asking this question. If you know that your parents have sinned against God or your great-grandparents have sinned against God and you recognize that there is some curse in your life or maybe you know that you have sinned against God in the past 20 years, 30 years of your life or 18 years of your life, I don't know your age, and you say, God, I want to stop this from now on. I want to break that curse. I want God to help me. I want to repent, turn around, and follow God and obey the voice of the Lord my God. If you want to do that, I'd like to pray with you and for you to cut that curse. So if you are those people that you know you need to break the curse, could you please come out here and I will pray with you and end the service today by praying for you. Hallelujah. Definitely, we cannot break the curse without the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus. So when you come out, you need to realize that you're going to depend on the finished work of the cross, the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I believe in what the Word of God says. I believe that Jesus became the curse so that we can be blessed. I have no doubt at all that God can do that to you. He has done it for me, so He can do it to you. Follow my prayer. Just speak to the Lord right now. Father in heaven, I come to you with a humble heart. I come to you, Lord, in repentance. I know, Father, that my ancestors have sinned against you. And I have sinned against you too. I ask you, Lord, to forgive my ancestors 
and forgive me. I repent of my sin. I want to follow you and obey you all the days of my life. I promise you, Lord, I will obey your voice. I will study the Bible and obey the Word of God. Lord, if I sin again, could you please remind me? Correct me. Your Holy Spirit will speak to me. I will repent right away. I don't want the curse. I want the blessing. Not only to me and to my family, but my children, grandchildren, the whole clan, the whole family, the whole house shall be blessed to the thousand generation. Therefore, today, I come in the name of Jesus by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ that I break the curse in my life. I break the generational curse that come with me when I was born. I command them to go away from my life right now. In Jesus' name, I receive by faith the blessing due to Jesus because of His total obedience into my life. My offsprings, in the name of Jesus, wash me, Lord, by Your blood, Jesus. Today, I start a new life, a life of obedience, a loving God and serving God. Today, I believe the blessing will start to flow into my life and the curse must stop. In Jesus' name, I believe, I believe. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give the mighty hand of praises to the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray in the name of Jesus, from now on, the blessing will be on your body that the sickness cannot be upon you in the name of Jesus. I pray that the blessing will be upon your family, your job, everything you touch shall be successful. I pray in the name of Jesus, your emotion will be blessed. You will not be depressed anymore. I pray in the name of Jesus, your finances will be blessed in the name of Jesus. You are the blessing. You are blessed to be the blessing to the nations. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Turn to each other and say, You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. <laughs> You're blessed. Amen. Amen. I loved you. I loved you. I loved you. God loved you so much. God loved you so much. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We 
We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206-275-1042 or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address, New Hope International Church, 9170 Southeast 64th Street, Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much. 